Hey there, survivors. Welcome back to another episode of Shamelessly Surviving. James and I are back with you guys to get into a little bit of ourselves, and we are going to title this episode, Dig. So we're going to chat a little bit about what we feel like was our greatest struggle or our greatest challenge and how we were able to kind of overcome that challenge and where we are today with that struggle. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to start with me. I feel like my greatest challenge or my biggest struggle was that I always put everyone first. I was a huge people pleaser. By the time I got with you, I was in high school. And so you kind of missed a lot of my younger years, but I think that you even were able to see that in my high school days. Um, I would be so filled with anxiety or I would be so filled with stress because I wanted to make sure that everybody else around me was okay. But in doing that, I was forgetting that I wasn't okay. I didn't like for people to be upset with me. I didn't like for people to not get what they needed from me. If it was something that I could do for them, I hated to not be able to do for them. And I had been doing it since I was a young girl. And so as the years progressed, I kind of adapted to being that person, being a people pleaser. And it affected me in a hard way. And it really wasn't on the people because I had to learn over time that people will only do what you allow them to do. And so I don't really, I don't blame it on the people around me. I kind of blamed it on myself because we are our own person and we are in control of the things that we do and we don't do. But a lot of times we forget, we don't have to keep allowing certain things, you know? And so it didn't even, it wasn't even just like an at-home thing it was everywhere that I went anywhere that I went I needed to make sure everyone was satisfied everybody was okay and it caused me a lot of stress it caused me a lot of anxiety and so I feel like in our relationship I was finding it hard to balance pleasing you and pleasing me because I started to kind of break out of that when I got into our relationship. And so I tried to make things about me and I didn't really know how to, so I think I was coming off really wrong. I would feel, you know, neglected or I would feel kind of victimized because I was trying to make things about me and not make things about you, but because I had never done that my whole life, it was coming off wrong. And I don't know if you kind of felt that way, like if I was, victimizing myself or I was you know whoa me kind of thing it'd be like why why am I not important why can't you see me you know but it wasn't that I think it was just I was trying to finally say I'm here and I'm important but taking every grain of it's okay if he didn't call you it's okay if he didn't text you you're not he's not thinking about you, you know, because I was trying to no longer really focus on the happiness of others. I was trying to focus on me, but in a, in a harsh way, because I didn't know how to. Favorite line was, it's not fair. (laughs) Right. It was not fair, dude. Right, right. And so I feel like that was a really big struggle for me. I felt like 
I wanted to please people, but then at the same time, I started to discover I was drowning in trying to do that. And I think that it's important to care about others. I think it's important to be there for others, but I had to learn that it is also important to take care of yourself because if you don't, you are of no use to anybody. And it, what happens is you start to get drained and then the taking care of people becomes a burden rather than something that you love to do. And I think that's what happened over all my life is I, I was the yes girl. Can you do? Yes. Will you go? Yes. It was always yes, 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 yes. I never hesitated. I always wanted to do. And so it's like, as I got older and I got into our relationship, it was almost like something kind of like bursted out of me. Like, I am not going to be the yes girl. I'm going to be important. And he's going to know that I'm important. And I think there was a way that I had to kind of go about it. And I think one of the things that I had to start doing was letting you in, letting you know what my struggles had been. Because when you get with somebody, just because you guys have been hanging out or just because you guys have been together for a little while, doesn't mean they know everything about you. It doesn't mean that they know all your past struggles. And I think that we often don't think that through. We think because we're with this person and we've spent enough time with this person, they should know me. They should be able to quote unquote, read my mind. And that's not what happens. It's more of a woman thing. I don't think so. I do. I'd have dudes to disagree. Don't, dudes don't think, oh, she should know me. Dudes be like, oh. I don't okay. think you guys flat out say that. I don't think you flat out say that she should know me. But I do think that there's an expectation that we should know. I don't think maybe y'all come out. We are a little bit more vocal about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I can't say that that is something that doesn't cross a man's mind like she should no, know I'm not, no i'm not saying that they don't it doesn't cross their mind but it's rare yeah yeah so for me it was like i expected you to see my emotions and when i went on a rant to understand do you not know that i spent my whole life being a people pleaser and you didn't and so how i overcome that challenge was opening up letting you in if i trusted you enough that i wanted you to know that i should tell you you should know and so when i started to explain that to you it kind of the light bulb went off in your head like oh i understand why you know she's being this way or i understand why she responds this way and then in turn you would turn around to me when i would have those moments and say hey this isn't the past this is the future i'm not in your past i'm a part of your future You can't put on me the things that you've dealt with in your past. We can just move forward from here. And I feel like that's kind of how I was able to kind of get through it, realizing that you're not the thing I battled before. You're the thing that's going to help me overcome the now. And so now I'm, I'm still here to be here for people. And I still want to be able to help people. But I've learned that I have to say no sometimes. I have to say no sometimes. I cannot do this, yes, 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 overwhelm myself. And then every yes after that is like... Miserable. Miserable. Because that's not really doing... It's not being who I wanted to be. What I wanted to be was to do things out of the kindness of my heart. And when I'm overwhelmed because I've said yes so many times, then I'm not doing things out of the kindness of my heart. And so being able to say no, I realized I'm not going to make somebody angry because I say no. Like literally the first time I said, no, I'm sorry, I can't. The person said, I understand. 
And my mind was blown because in my head, I assumed it would just be this big old issue if I said no. And that's not the case. People do understand you can't overwhelm yourself like that. Yeah. And even if they do get mad, so what? (laughs) Oh, well. Sometimes you just can't. Right, right. Not everybody can just kind of stretch themselves thin. And I learned that. And so I feel like I am at a place of peace when it comes to being able to say no and being okay with it and knowing that I am still a helpful person. I am still here for people. And when I offer to help, I'm doing it because I know that I can, not because I feel like I have to, if that makes any sense. So that's kind of where I feel like I've come from. Now, given she still says yes for 95% of the time. But it's at 5%, I'm not. And it gets me relieved. I always say, hey, you all, right? you all right with it? Then do it. Yeah. I'm, hey, For I'm the most part, it, because I am that person. I feel like yeah. I was created to be a helpful person. And so I find joy in being able to be helpful. I really do. I find joy in being able to be there for people. I just needed to make sure that there were small moments where I could take for myself. And the same goes for our own relationship. It's okay to kind of say no. It's okay to kind of disagree with something as long as the other person is let in let them in let them know so i would say mine's more of a two-in-one for me i um i grew up really hard (laughs) and that's i mean hey i know plenty of people who've grown up hard and we live in a world where we're taught that anger is a primary emotion but it's not, it's a secondary emotion. And through life's hurts and pains and the things I went through, the things I seen, it built a lot of anger, a lot of anger. I was so angry growing up. And so I would lash out, no matter who it was, we all know we get into a parents and we want to voice ourselves when we get a little older and think we grown. And it was all ain't pretty, but we voice ourselves, and I, I had a lot of outbursts, man, and I, I wasn't, I didn't process before I reacted. I was quick to just fly off the handle. Very, very low temper. I, it didn't take long. I didn't like something. I felt you disrespecting me. I felt you was coming at me. Whatever it was, simple stuff, minor things that would set me off. And. I got in a relationship. I wasn't one to always have girlfriends and stuff like that. I wouldn't. I'm like, I ain't got time for all that. Because I knew, look, I got a bad attitude. I'm mad. I'm not going to deal with you. Good day. And I didn't really care about hurting nobody's feelings. I could truly care less about people's feelings then. It didn't matter to me. So, seeing this little girl, and I was like, man, she cute. And I thought, boy, nah, you're not getting her. You ain't even going to try to. But I ended up getting with her, and I was like, how am I going to do this, man? When I tell you I was work, we we all have that little weird stuff we do or something you just don't want people to see. So you do everything you can to be this little pretty little angel, mm-hmm. the little sweet everything for this person. So you, you, you put on the show. I don't care what nobody say. You put on the show. That's so true. And so I put on my show. What I was presenting was real. It was very real. But she never came in contact to see that 
angry person. I don't know how it played out like that, but it did. Until one day she seen it. And like I said, it's bad. It was bad. It was bad. Um, the easiest comparison I've given any anybody is the Hulk. This man's normal cool. Just don't make him angry. And he Hulk smash. I was Hulk smash. She seen me get upset one day with somebody. And she was just like, who are you? Who is this? I was like, what? After I calmed down, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, it's just, it's just I, got, I got, I just get angry. That's it. Like, whatever. But even that day, for the very first time for her to see it, I seen what I didn't want to see. Fear. I could see the fear in her eye. Like, wait a minute, bro. We dating. I know you wasn't mad at me, but the way you was acting and looking, I don't know about all that, son. Right. And she really did. I could read. I read through that look. And it... I might get a little deep here. But it's a look I seen growing up. Had a very abusive father. I seen that look. I knew that look. I gave that look. So I knew it all too well. And I was like, man, something got to change. Something got to change. And I went through years with that, with that temper. I got married with that temper. Go to jobs. Take me off. I deal with it for a little bit. But that little span, it was a little bitty gap. Then I fly off the handle. And then it took a while to learn. To just see that look. To see that look. Not even to learn. To see that look enough to go. You're doing something very, very wrong. Very wrong. And it wasn't that nobody wanted to be around me. People, like we said before, I'm goofy. Yeah. I'm goofy. I'm the life of the party. I'm just, we in the room chilling with our friends. I'm the goofy one, making jokes, making everybody laugh. That was me. But that other man, and they, I will always say it's another, it's another man, because it is a completely different person, was just so wild. Once I got there and I... It's not pleasant for me to act that way or for anyone to see. And so I seen that look one too many times to truly realize, okay, God, something's got to give. And when I say that, like I said, I'm getting, I'm kind of real right now. I thought about going to the doctor. My dude, do I need to be on medicine? Do I need to get something? What, what do I need to do? But I was fighting a battle with it because I'm like, I'm not trying to get on no medicine to depend on a man-made drug to supposedly help this but cause another problem and I was like I don't want to do that and then depend on it so much to where I feel like James you can't overcome this right and so I I did a lot of praying I did a lot of praying and it don't matter if you go to church don't go to church you at home whatever prayers do work because I know I wasn't the only one praying for myself to get out of that. And it was tough. It was so tough. But little by little, I would recognize, I would recognize very small achievements. But step by step, I'd, I'd see it. 
little stuff that I think would normally set me off. I'd see and I wouldn't get mad. I'd just go about my business. And I get to here now. I honestly can't tell you the last time I've been that mad. <laughs> it's 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 beautiful. It's it's beautiful to me. Yes. Because it's I don't have to worry about seeing that look. No, yes, given we all have little moments of right. anger and we just hey stop doing that. Cool. That's just a quick voice race. I'm not angry. Right. I'm not flying off the handle. It's not Hulk smashing stuff. Instilling any fear in no one. Yeah, I'm not having people go hide in the corner or feel like we can't be around him. He crazy. Something wrong with him. Like, and I'm I'm saying that I joke like that, but you can see it. You can see it. And nobody wants people to look at you in a terrible manner, regardless. It's it's just it's not okay. And but I said that, all of that, to get why I said two in one. My two in one is because I did not know how to love. Being so angry, I did not know what love was, what true love was. I watched my mama. She taught me love. She taught me love in a very hard way, not toward me, but to see what she went through to stay there because she loved. And I was like, I don't know about all that. That maybe that's not right. Maybe that ain't right. Until I got married and realized it's some big storms that come. It's a lot of battles you gotta fight. Yeah. And when people say love conquers all, it, does. it is very true statement. When the Bible said love conquers all, it's a true statement. Because if we didn't have a love, I, I'm honest, we probably for sure would have fell apart. Yeah. But I loved enough to say, look, dude, this anger got to go. It's got to go. You're tampering your marriage. You're, you're ruining your marriage. Getting angry about nothing. And so in it, I learned how to truly love and learned how to be loved. Yes. What it was to see this woman deal with these little outbursts and with people and whoever and watching them be like dude stop no I ain't gonna stop they're not gonna talk to me like that hey quit you get angry okay but not this upset and she loved me through it she loved me through it all and I I'm here now knowing still learning but knowing you don't have to be angry. Right. You can be a loving person. Right. You can be loved. It's very possible. It's not impossible. I don't care who says it. I don't care where it comes from. It's possible. Right. And it's a beautiful thing to see that you have challenges from a little kid to an adult and you struggle in so many ways. But every challenge and every struggle you take personally that you have, you can overcome. Right. And you can beat them. Yeah. You got people supporting you, it's a great thing. Right. You got that spouse that truly loves you and wants to work with you through it, it's a beautiful thing. Right. So I 
Hey, I know. I was a little deep. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> but it's the it's truth. Real. It's the truth. And I think that all in all, because I think we, we're on a solid line here. <clears throat> that we, it's almost like things begin from our childhood. We carry them generation by generation, year by year. And like you said, you can overcome them. And I think the important part is that we need to overcome them. In yes. order to grow or in order to get through those obstacles, we have to overcome them. Because if we don't, it's just going to carry on. If I remained a people pleaser and neglected myself 24-7, I would have became miserable. I possibly could have become depressed. I've had moments where I was depressed. And I could have stayed that way. And then I passed it down to my my children and it affects my marriage and like you said then we could have fallen apart you could have taken everything that you grew up with and passed it down to your kids or brought it into your marriage which passes it down to our kids it's like we have to overcome the obstacles and understand that we can be overcomers and I feel like we have battled so much these are just ice chips off of a giant boulder of the things that I felt like we have gone through yeah. in such a short time but every relationship has these things friendships family relationships and intimate relationships they all have these things but we have to overcome them and you have to be willing to overcome them because if you don't have a willingness to overcome these things it's not going to happen one person could have wanted it. I could have not wanted to overcome it, but you watching me stretch myself so thin, you could have wanted change for me, but just because you wanted it and I didn't, nothing was gonna happen. And the same for me. You saw the look in my eye, which was, I don't know if I can do this. I wish that it was different. Unless you made that decision, it wasn't gonna change. You had mm -hmm. to say within yourself, something has to change. And so I feel like yep. in your relationships, no matter what the relationship is, both parties need to be willing to want the change. And if you're the one who wants the change and the other person doesn't, sometimes you have to hold on for a little while. And we know that that's not easy. Yeah. We know that that's not easy to hold on just a little while because there's something in your hope yeah. of the change that affects the person. Because you tell me, you saw in me that I didn't like the behavior, but what pushed you? Was it my consistency and the fact that I stayed? Yeah. Because I think if I walked away- It was the consistency and just the push. The push that didn't stop yeah. for years. It doesn't stop. And sometimes you do have to fight. And that to me is how love conquers all. If we love and we say that we truly love, then we've got to love. Yeah. We got to love through all the bads. We have to love through all the goods. If you're not married or you are married or it's a parental relationship or it's a sibling relationship or a friendship, if you say you love, you've got to love. And you're going to have to love through some tough times. I'm going to use just our background in general. God loves us through whatever it is that we're going through. Yeah. And we make a lot of mistakes. We don't mm -hmm. always do things right yet because he loves us consistently and that never changes. 
that's why we are sustained. And so we've got to mimic that loving behavior and love and love and love and keep loving. And when you do that and you you show the other person that you're willing to go to the extremes, it becomes a beautiful thing whenever the thing starts to develop and lean in your favor. And we're standing in the midst of that favor right now of loving one another through it all, through all the battles, through all the the childhood struggles, whatever they were, Mm -hmm. we kind of pushed with one another. So... Because that's, like, that's part of... We live in a world where people always, you know, they just got to accept me for who I am. You're right. You accept them for who they are, but together, y'all have to make the changes to adjust to each other. Regardless, like she said, if it's a marriage, friendship, a parent relationship, you make the changes to adjust to what fits for y'all. And to make things better. Yes, it's not a change of you're changing who you are. No. No, you be you, but change is always around. And it's not a change in who you are, but it's a change in to be better. Right. It's a change to be better, to do better, to want better. Right. And allow the person to make you better. Allow them to make you better. Because to be completely honest, I feel like as, as much as I may have had friends and people enjoy my company before you came into my life and the same for you, you make me better. You made me better. And so why would I not want that? Not everything about me was was right and and it's gonna be that way and sometimes we don't see it until that right person comes along and is like let me help you with this and if you love somebody you're willing to help and like you said it's not gonna change who you are your character will remain the same he fell in love with who I was and he wasn't trying to change that but there was some things about me that I may do or say that needed to be adjusted or the way that I handle things that needed to be adjusted and the same for him there's nothing wrong with changing and developing in that manner you want to have that lifelong relationship that you see in those old couples that are walking hand in hand and you say man what i would give to make it to that age together with this person or the family that's tight-knit and close together all these years later you want to have that type of relationship you have to be willing to sacrifice some things you have to be willing to change and develop i like the word develop to develop who you are Thank you guys so much for joining us again here at Shamelessly Surviving. We hope that we challenged you just a little bit to dig. Dig as deep as you can. Find out what you're struggling with. Find out what is your biggest challenge and motivate yourself to develop, to grow and to be better and surround yourself around people who are going to help make you better because there is not people Not every person out there in the world wants you to be better. No. That is the unfortunate fact of life. Not everybody wants you to be better. And I promise you, you know who those people are. And so it is up to you to say toxic relationships, toxic friendships are not the thing that I need to develop. And you you need to cut those things off and surround yourself around people who want to see you grow, who want to see you successful. And it doesn't have to be this ugly thing when you excommunicate with these people, but it is time for you to start choosing. I want to be better and here are the people who are gonna help make me better. 
so that you can find yourself at that place where you can look back a couple years from now and say, I conquered all of that because I had love and I had support. Thank y'all so much again for listening and we hope to have you guys back. Bye. Later, peoples.